Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn and has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, 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 what is it? No, I'm, I'm hibernating. You aren't going to bother me until the new year or when the sun returns or something. Go away. Sorry, what? How? There was only three days of Parliament left. How have they managed to fit all that in? Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, okay. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Partly Political Broadcast top-up episode. I mean, it is Christmas, so you may as well keep topping up. That's what I say. I'm still Tin and Yeb, and since I released an episode only a few days ago, the government has said that it's spending £2 billion on preparation for a no-deal Brexit, which obviously includes buying drones to fly over Gatwick Airport runway, so we'll all be well used to planes being pointlessly grounded for tons of time by the end of March next year. 155 flights were cancelled at Gatwick Airport due to drones being spotted near the runway, something that sadly, because it's to do with transport, fell to Transport Secretary and Jack Skellington, Chris Grayling, who said they couldn't do anything about it because every time they reopen the runway, the drones reappear. Yes, Chris, which is why you have to do something about it. I'm starting to worry that Grayling's solution would just be to stop all flights forever as he can't think of any other way out. Hey Chris, how will we transport this chicken, this fox and this grain across the river on one boat? What do you mean you're just going to never cross the river ever again and have resigned to hide until they all just go away or die? With many delayed for hours and missing flights home, I have to say I've never felt luckier that I can't afford to go away for Christmas this year. I have been feeling pretty festive getting vitamin D deficient all by myself around my flat while carrying as many liquids over 100 mil as I can. As for the actual no-deal Brexit plans, they mainly seem to involve prepping the army, you know, to shoot down anyone that doesn't believe in it enough and stops it from working, and telling people to change their diet to cope with food shortages so that you'll be able to eat at least, I don't know, four different types of mud and the occasional pigeon. Health Secretary and stupid Apple Matt Hancock has boasted about how he's become the largest buyer of fridges in the world in order to stockpile medicine. I'm not really sure he should be boasting about that. It's like saying I'm the largest ever buyer of land rather than I need somewhere to bury all these bodies. Still, it won't be the first time the government has focused their attention on prioritising white goods. Absolutely no one knows if this no-deal prep is a scaremongering threat or a terrifying admittance of failure, because the one thing the UK government really excel at is never allowing anyone to overestimate just how shit they are. 
The EU have ruled out any possibility of a managed no deal, and while I'm sure that's mostly because such a thing isn't a thing, I think it could also be because they've witnessed what the Conservatives have done so far and realised even the term managed seems an overreach. If there is a no-deal situation, it'll be because it's at the bottom of a slippery slope that we threw ourselves down headfirst two years ago, refusing to even attempt to slow our fall and shouting, God, I hope there are massive trees in the way on the way down. Prime Minister and ghost of Christmas yet to come, Theresa May, is planning to offer MPs three options of deals in January in the hope that they realise two of them are crap and vote them down before accepting hers. I mean, imagine that as a sales tactic for anything else. Hey, have my idea because it's the least shit shit thing. Do you really want that car made of wet cardboard or that car made of dried turds? Or do you want my car that's actually a large angry dog I've painted to look like a Fiat Punto? I think you'll find my option will still be awful on the motorway, but at least it won't melt in the rain. I'm not saying I'm an economic genius, but the no-deal prep is going to cost the UK £2 billion, which seems to have appeared from nowhere. That's not been mentioned in any budget before. But keeping nuclear programme Trident going only costs £1.4 billion. Shouldn't we all just save money and nuke ourselves, thereby putting anyone off coming on account of the irradiated Earth and no stress over Brexit as there'll be no one around to have any opinions on it anymore? Who's in? Happy Christmas! Who's in? Anyone? Anyone in? Festive! An argument broke out in Parliament after it appeared that Labour leader and the ghost of Jacob Marley, but you know, looking more rough, Jeremy Corbyn, called Theresa May a stupid woman during PMQs, though he says that he actually said stupid people. What's interesting is that no one on either side is contesting the stupid part. Of course, either is insulting, as stupid women can be seen as being sexist, especially as no one's sure if robots like May can be gendered, and stupid people is an insult to the Conservatives who we all know are mostly lizards. I, for one, am appalled that Corbyn may have said such a thing. I mean, if he'd had any conviction, he'd have stood on his chair and called her an absolute fuckwit before running around all the benches individually insulting everyone and then walking out. The government finally released its incredibly long overdue immigration policy for post-Brexit, yet another delayed document that does make you worried that no-deal prep won't kick in until the cockroaches have already won. And it seemed like the main drive of this immigration policy was to make sure that they deport most of the Conservatives' most racist-sounding immigration policies. Home Secretary and depressed bauble Sajid Javid dropped the commitment to keep net migration below 100,000 and instead said he wanted sustainable migration, presumably to allow for recycling any non-UK citizens who were already here. May is apparently at odds with her ministers, though she still wants more harsh measures, despite warnings that it'll affect businesses and the NHS. I wonder if it's, um, you know, how you don't really ever want anyone to come round when your house is in a mess and you're worried that they'll think you're a bit of a lost cause. You know, does May just not want anyone to visit? Because if they do, they're going to report back what an utter shit show the UK is. Yeah, no, I know it's not that. She is, she is just a racist. Speaking of which, utter pudding Boris Johnson has been cleared of breaking Tory party rules with his comments earlier in the year in The Telegraph where he said that women in burqas look like letterboxes. Ill-informed, bigoted, xenophobic statements? Of course that's in line with the party. I mean, how else is he meant to be in running for the leader without content like that? The panel of senior Tories said he was fully entitled to use satire in his column, which is weird because he still hasn't done that, so I'm not sure why they brought it up. All of this makes it even more strange that it's still government policy for parliamentary footage not to be allowed to be used in comedy or satirical programmes. I guess it's just not okay if the people you're mocking are in a vulnerable position due to their perceived inability to integrate with the British public. You know the Labour Party though, they're never one to be outdone by the Conservatives and proving they can keep up this week, MP for Derby North and man who looks like he died a few Christmases ago, Chris Williamson, signed and shared a petition calling for Islington Assembly to get rid of their ban on jazz musician and anti-Semite Gilide Atzman. Yes, jazz musician and anti-Semite is a very odd combination, you're right. I can only assume he's not really into fusion or harmonies. 
Williamson claims he's only aware of Atzman's anti-Jewish and Holocaust denial comments after sharing the petition, which doesn't seem very credible since that was the entire reason for his ban. But if it is true, that just means that Williamson is backing a jazz musician and to be honest that's still not very digestible behaviour. Meanwhile, Labour MP and large toddler Fiona Onasanya has been suspended by the party after being found guilty of lying to police to avoid a speeding ticket. Typical Labour behaviour to never quite seem sure on who's in the driving seat. On a WhatsApp group to other Labour MPs, Onasanya said the conviction was not her end, but rather the beginning of the next chapter of her story, like it was with Jesus. I can't help but feel that if Christians believe Jesus sacrificed himself by taking a speed awareness course, Easter would mainly involve us all taking a driving theory test and eating Ginster's eggs from a service station. Then again, maybe he was going a lot faster than we thought when he drove people from the temple. The Prime Minister has announced a new task force to determine the cause of homelessness in the UK, so that'll be a really nice cushy job for them not having to actually leave Parliament once. Ah, that's everything, right? That's everything. I'm done? Am I done? Can I have a Christmas now? Please? Please? Merry Christmas, lovely podlock. Bonus episodes that are far cheerier than this one will be out over the next few weeks uh, to uh, keep you merry. I hope you have a very lovely, uh, warm and happy Christmas time and a very good new year. Um, oh, and if you can, please check out the Cast of Wonders podcast. It's going to be released on December the 23rd for a lovely Christmas story by Cat Day, who is regular podcast helper. Do check that all out. I will be in your ears again soon after I have at least several days in bed. See you all in 2019. <laughs> Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.